Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Blatt's Beer is on the air. Blatt's Beer is everywhere. Blatt's, Milwaukee's finest beer, brings you transcribed Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Friends, good taste isn't a matter of geography. A good, juicy steak is appreciated just as much in Los Angeles as it is in New York or Milwaukee. And the same goes for good beer. Take Blatt's, for example. There's nothing unusual about the good taste of the people who have made Blatt's the largest selling beer in Milwaukee, premium beer capital of the nation. They are the same kind of particular people who have made Blatt's the largest selling Milwaukee beer in scores of other cities in 48 states and 29 foreign countries. Yes, from B to Z, from best to zest, the bywords Blatt's, B-L-A-T-Z, from coast to coast, Milwaukee's finest beer. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where do you eat meat to eat and drink Blatt's beer? Archie, your mind you speaking, Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. What's cooking? Uh, nothing. <laughs> the chef just quit. Uh, no, the hours was okay, and the pay was okay. <laughs> it was his cooking. <laughs> he couldn't stand it. <laughs> What'll our customers do if we don't serve some food? If we don't serve some food? Do the same as when we serve food. <laughs> You'll eat someplace else. <laughs> Besides, there's only a few customers in the joint. Well, Herbie the Midget's here. Yeah, just got out of the hospital. Poor little guy. Spent two whole weeks in an oxygen thimble. <laughs> what was his trouble? Uh, he had uh, kidney pebbles. <laughs> and guess who else is back from the hospital? Salas Levinsky. Will you remember that $100 bill he had tattooed on his chest? He was robbed. <laughs> huh? No, just a flesh wound. But the joke was on the crooks. <laughs> the tattoo was counterfeit. <laughs> uh, hey, that reminds me, Slippery McGuire's coming down tonight. Huh? You saw because he sold you that vanishing cream for Mrs. Duffy? But Duffy, he didn't guarantee to make a vanish permanent. <laughs> okay, so he's a phony. But he's my pal. And I will book no insults on his behalf. Good day, sir. Eddie. Yes, sir, Mr. Archer? Eddie, Slippery McGuire's coming down here tonight, so leave us lay out the welcome mat for him, huh? We can't do it. Why not? He swiped it the last time he was here. <laughs> well, that's all in the past, Eddie. Slippery's gone straight. After all, a leopard can change his spots, can he? Well, if he does, it'll be for stripes. <laughs> mm. Just a second. I'll have you know that Slippery McGuire and me has been pals ever since our school days. Hmm. We Some were... pal. Every time that crook comes down to here, he swindles you out of your money, and you wind up calling him a dirty, thieving crook. Well, that's true friendship. <laughs> the guy must think an awful lot of me to put up with it. 
<laughs> you know, Slippery McGuire and me has been pals ever since our school days. We was in P.S. Fort together. Is that so? Yeah, he was even treasurer of our graduating class. You mean you graduated with Slippery? Uh, Miss Duffy, yes. As a matter of fact, there was no graduation that year. The cap and gown money disappeared. He started kind of young, didn't he? Yeah, and it was quite a blow to Slippery's father, one of the finest men I've ever met. But it wasn't his fault he couldn't guide Slippery in the right direction. How come? He could only see him on visiting days. <laughs> a chip off the old cell block, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about his mother? Mrs. McGuire, sweet old lady, but she could never learn to refuse slippery nothing, you know? She spoiled him. He'd come in and say, Mom, I need a $5 bill. She'd go right down the cellar and print one. <laughs> yeah, it was like that till the day they... The day they shaved her leg. <laughs> yeah? Poor Slip has been through plenty. He's been through you a few times. Maybe so, but Slip has put his past behind him. He's now in a legitimate business selling war surplus. Like what? Oh, pistols, uh, shoes, flashlights, uh, refrigerators. Refrigerators? War surplus? The Cold War. (laughs) You know, Eddie, I'd like to throw some business Slippery's way. You might think I'm going hog wild, but you know what I'm going to buy? For what? An airplane. <laughs> An airplane? Yeah. You know, I've always wanted to fly. Well, have you ever considered a kite? <laughs> Don't belittle me, Eddie. You know, he's always getting rid of secondhand planes, and maybe Slippery can get me one. Imagine me own airplane, a B-29 or a... PBX, you know. <laughs> Flying up there in the clouds. I, I wonder what it's like. <laughs> you an aviator. What's so funny? Oh, well, you get dizzy when you eat a three-decker sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I bet even I could fly better than you. You could fly. Miss Duffy, I'm talking about airplanes. <laughs> Not Halloween night on a broom. <laughs> Listen, it so happens that the best pilots in history have been women. Oh, yeah? Name one. Cobina Wright. <laughs> Cobina Wright, a, a pilot? Only the most important of the Wright brothers. Well, okay, him. But, uh... <laughs> but that's just one. Don't try to tell me nothing about aviation. You're talking to Archie the Ace. I got air in me veins. Oh, yeah? Then how come you black out every time you lick an airmail stamp? Besides, what kind of a junky crate is Slippery McGuire going to palm off on you, Archie? It ain't no junk. It's a genuine army surplus. I know. That crook sold Mama a surplus girdle that split the first time she wore it. Well, don't blame the girdle just because your old lady has too much surplus. Archie, why do you always have to say such nasty things behind Mama's back? Well, it offers such a broad field of operations. Oh, 
know you. You never have a good word for anybody. On the contrary, I have five good words for you. Hit the road. That's only three. <laughs> the rest ain't hard to figure. Ah, uh, make a noise like a hoop and roll away. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Archie. What is it, Eddie? Your friend Slippery Maguire is here. How do you know? I just reached into my pocket and found myself shaking hands with him. <laughs> Wait, Eddie, quiet. You'll embarrass him. Well, Archie, my old pal. Well, Slippery, my old buddy. My old schoolmate. My old sidekick. The next voice you hear will be that of the old prosecuting attorney. <laughs> Eddie, cut out the rejoiners. Well, Slip, it's great to see you. I guess you've been working hard. Well, uh, not too hard, Arch. I like to take things easy. <laughs> yeah, you do it that, and yet you're a success. How do you do it, Slip? What's your point? Ah, uh, very simple, Arch. Hear no evil, speak no evil, and keep moving. <laughs> Still the same old Slip. <laughs> you know, I missed you lately. You must have been away, huh? Oh, only for 30 days. <laughs> What was you doing? 30 days. I mean, uh, uh, I've been uh, putting in some time for the government. You know, uh, working on this surplus army stuff. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning yeah. to ask you, Slip. Ain't it a little late to be selling army surplus? Arch, come in. This is surplus army surplus. You're right on a ball, ain't you, Slip? Oh, sure, Arch. I'm only selling things that people can use in practical everyday life. Yeah, practical everything. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Uh, well, like uh, landing barges, steam shovels, Quonset huts, anchors, rip cords, parachutes. Just a second. What's practical about a rip cord? What else are you selling? Well, uh, let's put it this way, Arch. What do you need? Well, I don't really need nothing, but I was kind of toying with the idea. It's silly to say it. Go ahead. Tell your old pal. Not too absurd. What is it, Arch? I was thinking of an airplane. <laughs> a fighter or a bomber? Flint, <laughs> you mean there's a chance? Look, Arch, uh, how much have you got to spend? Well, not very much, just 14 bucks. 14 bucks? For that, I wouldn't sell a plane to my own brother. Mm, well, that's all I got. Brother, you bought yourself a plane. <laughs> of course, uh, for that price, it won't be a four-motor job. No, four-motor job. No. Uh, well, how about one of them, uh, them uh, helium copters? Oh, well, that's a cinch. Just give me the 14 bucks and I'll go get it out of stock before somebody else grabs it. Okay, hey, I slip good looking. Happy landing. Roger. <laughs> Wilco. <laughs> Aren't you taking to it like a duck? <laughs> See you later, you ace you. <laughs> so long, Slip. Oh, boy. Hey, Eddie. Yeah? Eddie, guess what? Slippery's going to get me one of them helium copters. A what? One of them airplanes you can land on a dime. Three to one that Slippery don't leave you a dime to land it on. Oh, no. Eddie, 
Eddie, I can see myself right now. Hmm? Me hand froze to the controls. Coming in for a graceful crash landing. <laughs> All of a sudden, I get a flash on the radio. Stand by for ceiling zero. <laughs> oh, hello, Finnegan. Hey, Finnegan, maybe you'd be interested in my new project. Uh, do you like flying? Uh, no, not me. Why not? My arms get tired. <laughs> What I mean is, Slippery McGuire was just here, and he's in the army surplus business. Hey, I just hang out of it, mind. Why? Who's going to buy a surplus army? <laughs> uh, hey, did you buy anything from him? Yeah, I bought an airplane. No fooling. What kind? Well, uh, you know what a helium copter is? Sure, a guy who cops helium. <laughs> Well, not exactly. Oh. It's an aeroplane. Oh. And oh. terrific. It can go straight up in the air and straight down, sideways, frontwards, backwards, you know. It's ambidextrous. <laughs> and in fact, it can do everything that a bird can do. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'd like to see it either one. I think you've got a nice, clean air pocket where your head should be. Uh, thanks, Arch. I've always considered myself air-minded. Uh, so but... have I. <laughs> but uh, there's only one thing I can't understand. What's that? Uh, what holds an airplane up in the air? Well, uh, that's, uh, that's a thing I'll have to explain to you. You know, what? it's uh, one of the basic laws of physics. Uh, for instance, you take air. That's uh, H2O. It's much heavier than water Now, on the other hand, uh, metal is a conductor Which conducts the oxygen through the hydrogen uh, Which creates a vacuum Which gives us gravity <laughs> Which, in turn, naturally pulls the plane up into the air Is it clear so far? Uh, what am I, a dope? <laughs> No, but even I had a little trouble with it at first. <laughs> well, uh, to go on, uh, you see, we take the stratosphere. So what, uh... Well, it's what it sounds like. Uh, it's, uh, it's a fear of high places. <laughs> stratosphere. <laughs> now, in order to fly a straight line, the navigator checks the ground speed against the plane speed, which is, shall we assume, uh, 200 Fahrenheit an hour? <laughs> Arch, that sounds like a lot of Fahrenheit. Well, don't forget, we've come a long way since the days when we had to land a plane by hand. <laughs> Today we have automatic horsepower, frequency modulation, wing spreads as high as uh, 39 RPMs, automatic tail fins uh, in case the rudder goes on the plane. Uh, you know what used to happen in the old days when a rudder went on a blink? The car didn't give no milk. <laughs> Are you sure this whole conversation ain't been too mechanical for you? <laughs> sure. 
Oh, not at all. By the way, how chances for a job on your point? Well, I don't know. You think you're right for the air? As right as I am for the land. <laughs> oh, come on now. Give me a break. I could help run your aeroplane. Uh, you know, my Uncle Pierre was your famous flyer. Your Uncle Pierre? Well, yeah. He was the first guy to try to cross the channel in a balloon. And Arch, uh, guess what he used for ballast? What? A case of Blatt's beer. <laughs> yeah. A very tasty ballast. Yeah. Uh, did he have any trouble getting a balloon across the channel? Uh, well, it would have been a perfect crossing, but for one thing. What was that? He never got the balloon off the ground. Why not? He just couldn't bring himself to throw that ballast overboard. Well, with a wonderful beer like Blatt, you can hardly blame the guy. But uh, tell me, Finnegan, uh, didn't that balloon ever get up in the air? Oh, yeah, one time, much. My uncle took the Blatt out of the balloon and it sailed way up in the air. 5,000 feet, 10,000, 20,000, 40,000, 50,000... 40,000. Back to 40,000? Air pocket. Yeah. And then up to 50,000 feet, 100,000 feet. Wait a minute, Penny. Nobody could live at 100,000 feet. The, the very words my uncle said as he sat there on the ground sipping his glass. <laughs> you know, your uncle was a pretty smart guy. <laughs> I'm back. You're back, Slimp. Huh? Uh, well, uh, tell me, where's me helium? Hey, look, Arch, we've hit a little snag here. The Army's getting a little sticky about their airplanes. Yeah, huh? We'll have to clear this deal through Washington. <laughs> Who in Washington? Come here, Arch. Nobody listening? No. Can I trust you? Certainly. The man I'm talking about is you-know-whom. No, Ken. You know who? Arch, please don't mention names. <laughs> yes, sir, we're taking this right up to the top. Give me the phone. Here you are, Slip. Thanks. Hello. Hello, operator. Washington, D.C., please. Hello, Arch. <laughs> this is Slip. Oh, can't Trigby lay himself. Hey, <laughs> uh, look, Dean, I got something for you to clear through, uh, you know who. Yeah, a buddy of mine wants to buy a helicopter. Yeah, something in the ten to fifteen dollar bracket. <laughs> in the bag, swell, Dean. Well, uh, give my regards to the gang on Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, by the way, uh, tell Harry I'm still trying to get that Spike Jones record of the Missouri Waltz, will you? So long, Dean. That's your all set. You got yourself an airplane. Oh, gee, thanks, boy. I can hardly wait till I take me first spin in that helium car. Your first spin? Just a minute, Arch. You won't be able to take that plane up in the air. Why not? No propeller. <laughs> what? Arch, did you ever hear of anybody buying an airplane with a propeller for $14? No. Well, then let's be reasonable. <laughs> hey, I slept two bucks. Well, okay, Arch, and here's your wings. You know who insisted that I give them to you at the wholesale price. Gee. Yeah. Now, Arch, you're all set. I'll be right back with the plane. Here I slip. Two and a quarter. 
And here you are, Arch, your genuine never leak parachute, together with a box of emergency tire patches. Gee. Well, Arch, it looks like you're all set. I'll be right back with the plan. Seventy-five, eighty-five, ninety cents. Here it is, slip. Okay, Arch, and here's your non-skid white wall retractable landing gear. Gee, well, Slip, when do I get me plane? Yep, yep, just as soon as I get final clearance from the you-know-who. Slip, it's empty. <laughs> empty, huh? Well, never mind that, Arch. I got great news for you. Congratulations. For what? I've just been in conference with the you-know-who, and you-know-what? Who? I mean, what? Hold on to your hat, kid. He's coming down here tonight to install the hangar in person. In person? What an honor, huh? Uh, Certainly. And naturally, before he puts in the hangar, he'll want to look over your pilot's license. Yeah, that's just a formality, of course. I ain't got no pilot's license. No pilot's license? No. This is a fine time to tell me that. Is it serious? Oh, what have we got ourselves into? Do you know what the fine is for operating a plane in a hangar without a license? How much? $29.15. Slip, this is terrible. Can't can't you fix it with the you-know-who? Well, now, look, that depends. But... Where am I going to get $29.15? Uh, I mean, Sting, how about the dough I gave you for the plane and the hangar and the parachute and stuff? How much was that? $29.15. By George, that's quick thinking, Arch. <laughs> I'll take it right over to you-know-who. So long, little pal. So long, left hand. Thanks a million. Gee, Eddie, I, I, I don't know what I'd do without the old pal Slippery. Say, Archie. Oh, hello, Officer Clancy. You look kind of tired. What you been doing? I've been looking for a swindler who's been operating on 3rd Avenue. Oh, yeah? What's his name? You know who. from five is two, carry the three Z's and add four. What you doing, Miss Duffy? I'm subtracting $29.15 from your weekly salary. What's so tough about that? Did you ever try to subtract $29.15 from $15? (laughs) And all because you had that crazy idea about being a great flyer. And I didn't even come close. Well, don't feel too bad. After all, you did succeed in making an ace of yourself. Don't try to cheer me up, Miss Duffy. What really burns me up is that I had my heart set on taking a plane trip to Milwaukee. Well, maybe you can't go to Milwaukee, but we can bring Milwaukee to you. How do you mean? Here, have a black beer. Ah, thanks, Miss Duffy. You know, I... I guess you could travel everywhere and never find a better or more refreshing beer than Blatt's. <laughs> right you are, Archie. So right that if you took a pallet preference poll of the people in Milwaukee or in the state of Wisconsin, you'd find the majority, and I mean the great majority, would agree with you. Yes, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 
the premium beer capital of America, the brewing center of the USA, the home of our finest beers, Blatt's, B-L-A-T-Z, is the largest selling beer and by a great and growing margin. Friends, you don't have to come from Milwaukee to appreciate Blatt's. Try Blatt's tomorrow. Compare it with any beer at any price. Your own good taste will tell you what folks in Milwaukee have known for almost 100 years, that Blatt's, B-L-A-T-Z, Blatt's is Milwaukee's finest beer. I'm from Milwaukee, and I ought to know, it's the same old story wherever you go. This is the tune you will always hear, Blatt's Milwaukee's finest beer. Be sure to listen next week at the same time to Duffy's Tavern, transcribed over most of these same stations. Here's all you need to know about wine. C-R-E-S-T-A? B-L-A-N-C-A. Cresta? Blanca. Cresta Blanca. When it's wine you want and only the best will do, when it's wine you want to make the occasion truly memorable, remember two beautiful words. Cresta Blanca. The Ronald Coleman's will be back next Wednesday on NBC. Dollars and 15 cents. Slip, this is terrible. Can't, can't you fix it with the you-know-who? Well, now, look, that depends. But where am I going to get $29.15? Oh, let me sting. How about the dough I gave you for the plane and the hangar and the parachute and stuff? How much was that? $29.15. By George, that's quick thinking, Arch. <laughs> I'll take it right over to you-know-who. So long, little pal. So long, Slip. And thanks a million. Gee, Eddie, I, I, I don't know what I'd do without the old pal Slippery. Say, Archie. Oh, hello, Officer Clancy. You look kind of tired. What you been doing? I've been looking for a swindler who's been operating on Third Avenue. Oh, yeah? What's his name? You know who. <laughs> from five is two, carry the three Z's and add four. What you doing, Miss Duffy? I'm subtracting 29.15 from your weekly salary. What's so tough about that? Did you ever try to subtract $29.15 from $15? <laughs> and all because you had that crazy idea about being a great flyer. And I didn't even come close. Well, don't feel too bad. After all, you did succeed in making an ace of yourself. Don't try to cheer me up, Miss Duffy. What really burns me up is that I had my heart set on taking a plane trip to Milwaukee. Well, maybe you can't go to Milwaukee, but we can bring Milwaukee to you. How do you mean? Here, have a black beer. Ah, thanks, Miss Duffy. You know, I... I guess you could travel everywhere and never find a better or more refreshing beer than Blatt's. <laughs> right you are, Archie. So right that if you took a pallet preference poll of the people in Milwaukee or in the state of Wisconsin, you'd find the majority, and I mean the great majority, would agree with you. Yes, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the premium beer capital of America, the brewing center of the USA... 
the home of our finest beers, Blatz, B-L-A-T-Z, is the largest selling beer and by a great and growing margin. Friends, you don't have to come from Milwaukee to appreciate Blatz. Try Blatz tomorrow. Compare it with any beer at any price. Your own good taste will tell you what folks in Milwaukee have known for almost 100 years, that Blatz, B-L-A-T-Z, Blatz is Milwaukee's finest beer. I'm from Milwaukee, and I ought to know It's the same old story wherever you go This is the tune you will always hear Let's is Milwaukee's finest beer Be sure to listen next week at the same time to Duffy's Tavern Transcribed over most of these same stations Here's all you need to know about wine C-R-E-S-T-A B-L-A-N-C-A Cresta Blanca. Cresta Blanca. When it's wine you want and only the best will do, when it's wine you want to make the occasion truly memorable, remember two beautiful words. Cresta Blanca. Cresta. The Ronald Coleman's will be back next Wednesday on NBC.